Welcome back to the Fourth Liners podcast. We're here for our part two of our draft day debt. No, draft day, dude. What? That trade deadline. <laughs> Wrong day. Uh, hype up video, dude. You know, I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of Bedard. Just in my brain. Um, I mean, if I were a Canucks fan, I'd be. Uh, I'd be thinking. See, it about makes Bedard sense. Too. It makes sense, right? Yeah. So this is our part two of our trade deadline. Uh, you know, a little hype up, a little warm up. Just talking about some players who we think could be going somewhere. Uh, in our part one episode, we talked about the big names. Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson, Patrick Kane, Jacob Chikrin. Uh, in this episode, we kind of want to fill it out and talk about maybe some other medium to smaller pieces that potentially could get moved. And uh, and and yeah, you know, uh, we had a great interview yesterday, uh, you know, so keep your eyes open for that popping up on the on the Spotify sooner rather than later. Very good interview. Honestly, it was it, it. He had really good answers. He was built for interviews. So a very clear, concise guy. Yeah, great interview for sure. For sure. Um, there, I mean, there's there's not many big names left that we have to talk about, but the, I mean, there's still substantial players where they can make a difference on a team if they get traded to a playoff contender for sure. And a big trade happened. Uh, you know, since uh, oh yep, since we last uh, you know, spoke. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. The, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, acquired Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Achari, which I love. This is this is a really good trade for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Dubas did a great job as I mean, he only gave up. I OK, it was a three way trade between St. Louis, Minnesota and Toronto. And Toronto gave up, I mean, a first round pick. I think it was a second round pick. I don't know if there was a third or a fourth that they gave up, but they all they gave up was draft picks. They didn't give up any prospects or anything like that. And the genius thing that Dubas did is that so O'Reilly was originally traded to Minnesota, but St. Louis retained their salary to 50%, uh, O'Reilly's salary to 50%, and then traded O'Reilly to Toronto and retained his salary by 25%. So they're only paying oh, Toronto's only paying O'Reilly uh, like 1 million something and 1.875. 1.875. That's just a steal for O'Reilly, right? Like Yeah, you got Minnesota doing some money laundering right there for you. Oh, for sure. Like he he was being paid 7.5 mil and to get it down to that much, that's insane. And that you know, this is the reason that's not the only reason I like this trade because obviously he's a rental player and I don't think he'll be back next year unless he takes a hometown discount, but I don't think Riley should do that. Um, but O'Reilly, oh, sorry, Riley. Um, that's going to get confusing, eh? When watching the game, O'Reilly, O'Reilly. Yeah, Riley and yeah. O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, yeah, so the, the reason I like this is because O'Reilly and Achari actually like they're good offensively and they put up points, but they're not afraid to be gritty, right? They they like that aggressive game, and you know you see O'Reilly's a real hockey player. He has no visor, missing teeth, and cup winner, cup winner big beard, MVP, the Conn Smythe winner too. He knows how to perform in the playoffs, and you know what? Yeah, he's thirty two. That's still not even that old, really. And where is he slotting in? Third line center. I think that's where they're slotting him in now. I don't know if they're changing the lineups, but honestly, I don't mind them slotting him in in the third position because what they could do, they could have that strong center core for all three lines. So every yep. line that they play is uh, is effective. Um, 
and then and then they could uh they could I thought I muted my mic for a second. That's why I paused. Um, but then they could honestly put him on the power play with Matthews and Marner or even put him on the D uh, when they're on the power play as well. And that could be a deadly, deadly um, power play unit right there. And the the one thing I noticed about Achari, I feel like it's another Zach Hyman. I, I literally, so? the, he looked like him. He looked like Zach Hyman on the ice. The goal that he got, because he scored for them, right? Um, the goal that he got literally reminded me of a goal that Zach Hyman would score. And like, Noel Curry, yeah, he plays a little bit of a tougher game, but he can score. He's a good player. I don't think he's a like has he has offensive talent. I like you see some boards that are aggressive. They're just there to fight or hit, um, you know. But he he can actually make plays and score. So I think this was amazing. This was an amazing move on Dubas's part, money-wise and role-wise that they need going into the playoffs. So, I, but I honestly don't think the Leafs are done trading. I think they're going to go either for another forward to make that forward core insane, or a defense as well, so they can add to that D core. But uh, well, what are your, the Leafs' what problem has always been their depth, right? So, like yeah. you know, you have the big four up front with with a couple complementary pieces. Yep, and then you know that they fall off in the third and fourth line, right? So like getting O'Reilly down there in that third line really helps solidify them for the playoffs, I think. Oh, for sure. And, and like this is what I was saying, uh, you know, in our last episode where, you know, I was saying that the Leafs you don't know, need to go for like a B tier guy, and mm-hmm. at this point in his career, that's what O'Reilly is, right? Yeah, not having a great season, but neither St. Louis. Yeah, I think Excuse that's me. why. I think that's why he wasn't having a great season because he was on a mediocre team, right? That's just yeah. not going in the direction that he should be on. Like he's yeah. supposed to be on a winning team. Like that's when he has most success, right? So yeah, so it's a really good depth option for them, and he's a guy who can slot up if they need him to. You know, if if the Leafs are running out of options here, I mean, you can always move him up and and put yeah, uh, you know, him on a wing. And have him just, you know, try and shine through some of that offensive talent. I think well, it's a good trade. Achari's a, a really good depth piece, a guy you want on that third line, a guy who can move around your lineup because, you know, like you said, he does have the offensive talent. Mm-hmm. Um, When you say that you don't think the Leafs are done, like, is it at, is it possible at all for them to be able to make any kind of cap room to bring in anybody else at this point? Yeah, so since this is, this is why I think this is because they retain O'Reilly's salary so much that they still have, I think it's around, um, I don't know if it's still like this, but I think that's around five mil because Matt Murray is on the injured reserve list, the long-term injured reserve list. And if they do that going into the playoffs, can they just go get a guy and then it, it won't matter in the playoffs? The is that how it works? The, yeah. The, the, the what, what literally Tampa Bay did. You know what I mean? And maybe, maybe. that's just, that's where, where they're going with that. Maybe, you know, like I feel man. like they are. I don't think they're done. I don't think they're. I done. remember, I remember after we had finished making that episode, uh, you know, Patrick Kane talking and stuff, and about maybe wanting to go to Toronto and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and all those rumors. And so I'm like, you know, now I'm starting to think I sounded a little bit dumb because I I said see, that you know there's just no shot that Patrick Kane could go to. See, unless unless they do another thing that they did with O'Reilly, I I think. Patrick Kane can go to Toronto, but that's going to take a lot. O'Reilly was only 7.5. Patty Kane is 10.5 mil, which is yeah. 
pretty much the same. Well, but I mean, Chicago have you ever can afford seen it. it. Have you ever seen a three-team trade like this before where one team literally just takes him to retain the salary and then move him on? No, it's weird. It's really weird to me. Like, like are, are other teams going to start doing this? I don't know. It kind of seems like a way to cheat a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, it's just what they got to do. Yeah, well, like you see, um, like Minnesota retained his salary and just traded him Toronto to Toronto. It's basically a fourth-round pick, so they basically got him for nothing right they got the fourth well, round it, pick lit- for nothing. it literally is nothing because the yeah. way o'reilly's contract is structured is apparently it's mostly bonuses yeah. so so that money's already been paid so minnesota literally is just taking the cap hit but realistically they only have to pay o'reilly seventy five thousand dollars for a fourth round pick yeah 75 grand for a fourth round pick you know so yeah it's pretty genius you know what they could still go for timo meyer they could oh, still go God. for him. He he's six mil. Like they can definitely make room for it with that. Trade Engvall in the trade or trade Kerfoot as well and get Timo Meyer. Oh my God, what a team that would be. If they wouldn't win the Stanley Cup after that, that'd be insane. That'd be oh, so bad. But there's other guys they can go for. And this is where we can get deeper into the list of trade candidates, right? Where I mean, like Ivan Barbashev only has two point two five million dollars on his contract. He can play center. He can play right wing. You know what I mean? That's a cheaper guy. Tyler Bertuzzi four point seven five. He can retain his cap too. Um, or I think Gabbert, he'd be good in the playoffs, right? Right. Bertuzzi, he's that gritty guy too that they need. And I think that's what they lacked every every playoff run. They don't have that gritty guy. Maybe they had Joe Thornton, Matt Martin, but they only had one guy that could only do it. And you know what? You need to be physical in the playoffs. Teams are going to come out hitting harder and harder. You really need to do that. And another guy I see here, too, for $2.8 million, which is really cheap, Gavrikov. And I think he's a really good defenseman. So, um, and yeah, apparently so I, Boston's uh, got a trade like framed up for him now. Oh, really? Is that where you heard? That's yeah, that's the rumor is like that Boston. Boston has basically like a big like not a big deal, but a deal lined up for him. It's kind of a weird move, though, because I feel like Gavrikov would be like their like fifth or sixth best defenseman. So like, yeah, you know, if it's anything more than like a third round pick, I think that'd be really weird. Like, yeah. Why no. do you need that? Like to me, Boston doesn't need Gavrikov. I don't know what they need. Do they need anything like they don't need anything? I mean, they could. it doesn't hurt to get an extra player, right? It doesn't hurt to get an extra defenseman who is on their decoy right now. It's Hampus Lindholm. McAvoy. McAvoy. Lindholm. Carlo, Grizzlick. Yeah, I mean, adding him wouldn't really make much sense. I mean, you can definitely alternate him throughout the lineup. He can definitely play anywhere, but if the most of the time he's probably going to end up in the, you know, the the last D pairing. And I don't know if you want that. I don't think that I think that's wasting Gavrikov. I don't know. Maybe they have another another purpose for him, but I think there's other teams that can, you know, benefit more from having him. Um I'm trying to think of some playoff teams right now. I don't know. Like, even teams that just are lacking on defense, like uh, the Winnipeg Jets could even use him. But, I mean, if the Bruins are yeah. they, they might have a plan that they want to add more D to their, you know, their core. I mean, he's not a bad option at all. He's not bad. So, so circling back to Tyler Bertuzzi, you know, like you say the Leafs, but like, you know, do you think do you think it's the right move for I mean we could talk about Larkin here as well because there's rumors that Larkin and Bertuzzi could both be gone and it's just you know is that the right move for Detroit like do you think they're a little bit too old for the Azure plan or what like Bertuzzi and Larkin and Larkin see 
Bertuzzi's 27, and how old Larkin's 26? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be important. I mean, at least Larkin to keep Larkin. I mean, it's it's always good to have that leader that's there throughout the whole thing. And I don't think he's so old. And, like, if you have a guy that's already been there building the culture, it's a great guy to have there if you're bringing in young, younger players trying to build something. And, like, I don't think they're a terrible team. They're not, a, I think, obviously, like, there's teams that are way worse than they are, right? And yeah. I, I know I kind of expected them to be a little better this year, knowing that they went after Ben Sherratt, Andrew Cobb, right? And and Perron, I think, is there, too. Um, like, you would think Here's that the thing, the, though. Larkin is a UFA. Yeah, he's going to want a lot of money. Does he Does he want to win? Yeah, probably. Bertuzzi's a UFA, you know. Does he want to win? Well, see, this is how I look at it, though. Like, I think that I don't think Detroit's going to be that bad for that much longer. You know what I mean? I think they're going to be I, at least a decent team. See, it's tough because, you know, Lucas Raymond, uh, you know, a guy who people thought was going to kind of really surge this season has taken a step back. Yeah. You know, Philip Zadina has has not taken the steps that mm-hmm. they probably needed him to take. Yep. Yeah, they've uh, even more insiders kind of had a down year, right? So maybe mm-hmm. this Detroit team isn't as close as people thought they were. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, moving on, maybe the rebuild's not done. You know, maybe signing guys like Cop and Perron was a w- w- jumping the gun a little bit. And I mean, like, you know, I know Eisenman's probably the best GM in the league, but I mean, like, maybe, maybe with Raymond's take, you know, not taking a step forward, Cider not taking a step forward, maybe with, you know, that happening, Eiserman's like, okay, you know, maybe we need, maybe we need a couple more years of really good drafting. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe we don't have enough time to grow Bertuzzi and Larkin before, you know, they, they want out, right? Because they're just not winning. Yeah, yeah, you know, Larkin's been there his whole career, right? And Detroit has been a dumpster fire his whole career. Yeah, and you know, the one thing I think of a Larkin and the Red Wings is that what if they keep him, you know, until his contract's up, and he's like, okay. I want to go somewhere else. I don't want to sign with you guys. That's what and, I'm saying, right? There's yeah, and they don't get... Yeah, and, and the return for him can be really nice. Really Dylan nice. Dylan Larkin, to me, screams Boston Bruin. Well, yeah, I mean, he, I think... He, honestly, Dylan Larkin can fit in anywhere. I think he can fit in any lineup and make an effect on the team. A positive one, too. Because he's just such a good player. He's a re- fast, fast guy. And we all know that. And, like, he's a... I mean, he's obviously a leader. He's always been a good player, right? Like, he's never been like, oh, we don't know about him. We don't know. He's always been good, right? He And he's been on a struggling team, but the way he's been able to, you know, kind of, like, still succeed in that environment, it shows a lot about him. And, you know, like, Boston would be a good destination for him. And, See, like, Detroit so, has a lot of cap space, man. So they could, like, yeah. so Larkin's only going to take anyone 6.1. back. Larkin's only getting paid 6.1. If you're Detroit, you retain 50%, turn that into a $3 million player, take yeah. salary back, take picks back. I mean, like, that's a big piece, man. $3 million for Dylan Larkin for this year's playoff run. And then well, looking at their O'Reilly trade, it kind of seems like that's how teams are doing it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, if you look at it, like, Car- if that's going to happen, Car- that's going to happen for, that's going to have to happen for Carlson. That's going to have to happen for Kane. Right, they're gonna to have to retain salary now. It's just how it the trades are gonna work. It's a little weird, honestly, in my opinion. But it just, I guess, it does work out for teams. And like, uh, like, you can't make hockey trades anymore. 
No, because Detroit also has to be, you know, they can't be um, over the salary cap. You know what I mean? Like they can't have, they need some cap back to like steady it out. So I don't like, honestly, that would be a good move. Like what you suggested there that they retain some of his contract because, you know, well, they have to, right? Like no, nobody who's in like a playoff spot right now can afford to take anybody. No. And it, it would be, it would be good for both sides too, because they would get a decent return and that other teams can still afford other players that they wanted to, which was not, which would be nice. It gives Where a lot of breathing Larkin room. Could go. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Where do you it, think Larkin? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't see him on any of my list actually, but like, Dylan Larkin, I'm trying to think of Colorado right now. Yeah, I, I think they're struggling. I don't think Colorado's a good destination right now. I think they're dealing with a lot of injuries and, um, you know, but they could make a move for a guy like that. I just don't think they're the team that won the Stanley Cup last season. I don't know. No, that's my opinion. Rough year. That, yeah, that's my opinion. I just don't think that's their season anymore. And if I were Dylan Larkin, I, like, I don't know if he decides where he can go, where he wants to go. I mean, is Vegas out of the question? Could they use a center? Uh, Vegas, Vegas just have no assets. Yeah, that's the problem. Vegas could, you know, easily uh, like acquire a lot of guys if they just kept some of their draft picks. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, um, here's the, the thing. I mean, can you go to the West I, I, to the Dallas Stars? I don't think they need that centerman. We, no. we, you know, they have Ben and Hints, right? Yeah, that's true. What about Carolina? They, you know, they, since losing Trocheck, man, they kind of need, they need a second line center. Who is their, who's their active second line center? It would probably be Jordan Stahl. And I think that's a guy mm. you'd prefer to have on the third line. Yeah. He's more of a, he's a, he's a veteran, right? He's not as skilled as he used to be. So uh, actually Larkin would fit in nicely on this team. And I think they, they're able to afford it, aren't they? Yeah, they have a lot. They don't have cap space, but they have a lot of deadline cap space, which I think it has Mm. to do with the LTIR. I see. Okay, yeah, they can afford a man. Like you still get Detroit to retain that money, and then Carolina sends back their their first. And uh, you know, prospect wise, I mean, they got some guys. Yeah, no, they definitely could. And I mean, they also have Paul Stastny that's there too. But the Paul Stastny and Jordan Stahl are pretty old. Um, they're not obviously not the players that used to be. So. I mean, a guy behind Sebastian Ajo would be amazing, right? It's a one-two punch there. You can even put they've Larkin a, on the left wing, eh? You can put Larkin plays left wing sometimes. They've got a prospect center. He's 23 years old. Uh, Jack Drury. I've heard of his name. And I've heard of yeah, his name. and so he was in. He was involved in. He's been involved in talks or you know on fans' wish lists. I mean, like yeah. if you get Dylan Larkin, do you need Jack Drury? I mean, like the Carolina Hurricanes are win now. Yeah, you know, Larkin's I, three years older will, than this guy. You know what? If if I were Carolina, I would. And if you like, I think they're not in a, a position to build. I think they need to trade their younger guys to go win a Stanley Cup. And I think I they've already shown that they're willing to do that. Getting Brent Burns, you know. What I, mean? I agree. I think I think Larkin to Carolina here is the move. You yeah. put you put Larkin as your second line center behind Aho with with their skilled wingers. And their defense, mm-hmm. that that's a no-brainer, man. Yeah. It's just about finding the piece that, that Detroit wants back. And you know, that could be Jack Drury. That could be who else they got here? They've got that defenseman, uh Morrow? What's his name? I don't know. 
Scott Morrow, where is he? Hold on. Is he not signed? He might not be signed. They've Scott got a defenseman, Morrow. Morrow. Yeah, Morrow. Hmm, I haven't heard of him. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe Scott. I have. Maybe I have. He, uh, he, he must be like newer, new to the organization. Maybe not. <laughs> Scott Morrow. Oh, he's playing in the NCAA. He's, yeah, he's not signed yet, but he's, but he, Carolina's got his rights. Uh, okay. I see. So yeah, he's they definitely have, they definitely have younger guys like that that they can give up for him. And you know what? Honestly, they they even show that they're willing to do that with Frederick Anderson, Anderson and Anti Ranta. They got rid of Nedeljkovic, and you know what? He's not doing so good now, but he was really good for them. But they were he was the younger guy, but they wanted to get older older guys that have experience, right? So if you're either me, you know, trade Jasper Kotkaniemi. Is he really doing anything for the team? I don't think so. And maybe Here, he'll here's my trade. Here, here's my trade. And this Let's is my trade. It. Okay. Let's hear it. And this is comparable. Yeah. This is comparable to to the Bo Horvat trade. Okay. okay. Yep. Larkin to Carolina, fifty percent okay. retained or twenty five percent retained. Retained a little bit. Okay. For Carolina's first round pick, Jack Drury, a centerman prospect with potential. Seth Jarvis. Jarvis is like, is he untouchable though? Is he too valuable I don't think so. to them? You don't he's think 21. so? Twenty-one. He, no, he's if 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 Larkin um agrees to the extension. Okay, I. You know what I mean. So like they yeah. talk with Larkin first. If Larkin, if they know that Larkin is open to signing an extension, there. Yeah. You, you put you do that. You do that trade. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I would take Larkin over Seth Jarvis any day, and. Um, you can definitely, you know, your first line could be Sebastianikov, Sebastian Aho, and Dylan Larkin if you wanted to put him on the wing, right? Like to me, that. it's to me it's Svechnikov, Aho, Teravainen, mm, and yeah. then your second line is 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 Netchis, Larkin, and I mean it could be Jesper Fast, it could be Kotkaniemi, it could be, I don't know, it kind of thins out honestly. I mean. I don't know. Maybe here, they could you get hear mine? from Detroit. Yeah. Hear, okay. Okay. I thought of it here, and um, now I'm questioning myself because no, you can say. you could you can literally trade any like young guy in this like I don't know you can I I agree with the Larkin twenty five percent going over right, and I don't think anyone goes with Larkin because Larkin is such high value. Um. I don't know. I don't know if I would send Seth Jarvis over. I just so like I don't know why I have an attachment to him, but it's just something. Well, that, he's like, having a down year, but you're right. Like he's 21 years old. He had a big season last year, and you know he's taking a step back. This one, you know, they might not want to let him go. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it, I'm trying to think of their prospects right now, but I I just don't think I could part ways with him. There's actually one guy. I mean, I know they have Vili uh, Huso. Okay, here, this is, this will be mine. This will be mine. So Larkin, 25%. This is something that could help out Detroit, too. So Larkin, 25%. And then they yeah. send over... Um, so Peter Kochikov is his name? The goalie. Yeah. Because they, they have a history of trading goalies to each other. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Peter Kochikov... I'd also do a first rounder. And um 
instead of Seth Jarvis, I just throw in a second rounder there too. I don't know. Maybe a team is able to beat that. I mean, it's yeah. not a bad trade. No, yeah. I don't I know. Just, I just like if you want to get Larkin from Detroit, I think you're you're gonna have to bid high. I just I just think adding a, a future goaltender in there, because he's already shown that he can play at the NHL level at this young of an age. Trading him for Larkin might make sense for them. You know what I mean? Get a young goaltender in there. Billy Huso is twenty seven years old. I don't see any use for Billy Huso in in uh, Detroit, in my opinion. And Nedeljkovic is also he's also on the decline. I don't know if he's in the AHL still, but you know, like they 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 obviously need a goalie now because they their options have haven't worked out. So I don't know. That's why I thought I'd add him in there. But also, would Carolina want to give him up? Probably not. But if it's for Larkin, maybe. You know, without injured Ranta and Fred and Anderson get, I mean, that's going to be tough. Yeah, that's true. They are injury prone. eh? Yeah. Big time. I don't know. That's that's uh, it's interesting, though. I mean, it, yeah. I think Larkin to Carolina could be cool. It's, you know, the teams have the cap space to work with, right? Oh, for so, sure. Um, Could be. Yeah. I don't know. We can still talk about Larkin because that's just a hard, hard trade to figure out. Um. There's there's a there's just one guy I want to talk about, uh, Luke Shen, because we always say on the podcast that he's a very valuable player and he's very I think he's really underrated, uh, Luke Shen. I think this is a guy that can benefit any team and not so much in the offensive way. It doesn't mean he doesn't get points, but he is a really good defensive defenseman. He's a shutdown defenseman. You will walk into a brick wall if you go to try to hit him. You'll bounce right off and injure yourself. This guy, I mean, there was a reason he was a fifth overall pick for the Leafs. Um, he just started with the Leafs. That was his problem. And then went to the Flyers, another problem. But imagine the start you could have had with a good team. And I think he's he's a good, he's a right-handed defenseman he's Rebuilt as well. his career, man. Rebuilt his career in Vancouver. Yeah. He did. There he, was a moment, there was a while there where, where we, you know, you thought he was done. He was playing for the San Diego Gulls. Yeah, exactly. He was in the HL. And then he won a Stanley Cup. He knows what it's like. He's been there, too. He's experienced it. So who doesn't want this guy? I would love Luke Shen on my team. I'll put him on the first for eight, line. 850000 Yeah. I'll put him on the first line. He's a right-handed defenseman, too. See how valuable he is? i definitely trade a first round for him. And he's, and, a, he's a guy you want in the playoffs, man. The physicality, yeah. the leadership. Okay, think about it here. Would you rather acquire Luke Shen or Joel Edmondson? Luke Shen. Yeah, right? And and how many times has Joel Edmondson been traded for a first round pick? I swear to God. Right? Or <laughs> or a player or player similar to him, right? So I'd rather pay that for Luke Shen. That's gonna be that shutdown defenseman in the playoffs and it'll be wasted if he's not traded. You know what I mean? Well it's gonna be hard to predict where he goes because he could go anywhere. Yeah, literally anywhere. Oh, exactly. Eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. His contract's so cheap, right? That's the thing. But what but, do you think he's worth? What do you think he's worth? Like contract wise, or trade? No, like like trade wise. At least I think you can do straight up first round pick for him. Straight up. You think so? Just first. the first round. Yeah, just the first. It's gonna be I, tough. I, I I feel like I feel like the best the Canucks are gonna get is a second. Well, you know what? You look at it like literally Tampa Bay paid two first round picks for Brandon Hagel last year. Oh, Ben right? Sherratt. Yeah, Ben Sherratt, first round pick. 
that's why I think because around this time, that's when players like Luke Shen are traded for first round picks, and he's even better than those players, I in my opinion. So I think yeah. that they could get a first rounder for him. I think there's a lot of teams calling for Luke Shen right now. There has to be. There has to be a lot of guys calling for him and wanting him on their team. If Vancouver could get a third round, a third first round pick, that would be insane. Exactly, dude. And perfect for the rebuild. And what team he would go to, I'm not entirely sure. It could be anybody. Literally anybody. Yeah, anybody that's trying to make the playoffs. Even the Bruins could benefit from him. He could play Bruin hockey. Man, he could go. I don't even know who's been really talking about him. Or who's yeah. been in on him. Um, it's just yeah. like. They're sitting him tonight. He's not playing. Let me see. Yeah, I I know. So there's obviously some talks about him. I think I have him on my list here, and it tells me who is interested. Apparently, in him. A trades. Apparently, the trade is literally imminent right now. Really? So it's it's happening. Yeah. So okay. So Tampa Bay, Toronto, Edmonton, Minnesota, Calgary, Boston, Winnipeg. I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto went for him. I wouldn't God, be surprised. Could you imagine? Could you or imagine Edmonton. Imagine? Or Ed- Edmonton. I mean, yeah. Edmonton, Edmonton. He's that screams Edmonton. Where is he from? Shen. Yeah, Saskatchewan, I think. Okay, okay. So I mean, Edmonton and Calgary are pretty close to Saskatchewan. So, wait. It screams Edmonton. Yeah, I could see him going to Edmonton, and you know, Edmonton doesn't have to pay anything. Eight hundred fifty k. And honestly, they're known for overpaying for their defensemen as well. So, <laughs> I, I like they paid Cody CC five mil. I think they'd value eight hundred fifty thousand dollar guy. What do you think in, Luke Shen's going to be worth in the off season? One point five. I think more than that. I think at least. Two. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can ask for more than that. I think two mil. I think there's free two? agents that have been paid outrageously more than that. At least two, mm-hmm. at least two, maybe two point five. You know, and I wouldn't go past there. I wouldn't go past there. I mean, it, 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 like if he was an offensive defenseman, maybe because you know points tell. You know, he he. It's not like he's pointless. You know, like he does score a little bit. Yeah, he does. Right, and and, and this season he's got this season he has twenty one points. Yeah, it's his uh, best a, season in his. It, he is one point away from matching his his career best at the age of thirty three. Did he have in Toronto? 22 points in 2010-2011. And then did the same thing in 11-12. He's at 21 points right now. 55 games played. Can you believe that? Is he a plus 2? Or is he a minus? Plus 9. On the Canucks. On Vancouver. Yeah, that says a lot. And he's the all-time leading defenseman in hits. That says a lot about Luke Shen. Luke Shen. This guy. Yeah. He honestly seems like a good locker room guy, too. Oh, he's the best. You know what I mean? Like, he's literally the best. He looks like a sweetheart, you know? <laughs> he no, looked, honestly. He wouldn't hurt anyone, you know? He just literally... I mean, on the ice, except for hitting, but, you know... Man, like, I read a quote by him the other day, and it made me really sad. Whoa. It was like... Uh, oh, man. I, I'm going to paraphrase, but it, it's basically what he said. Like, it was... Uh, it was It was like, I've... Uh, you know, I've always uh, thought hard to be wanted in the NHL. But mm-hmm. I've always, I've always, uh, no, sorry. It was, uh, oh, fuck, hold on. Let me find it. <laughs> Is he going to make me cry? 
Is that what it's gonna happen? It's a little sad. I like. I just remember him. Like they considered, you know, making him captain of the Leafs. I remember Brian Burke in a video talking about it. Just like that's how good of a guy he is. You know, it, it, it was basically it was basically like like in response to all the rumors, he's like, it's nice to be wanted, but for me, I've always just wanted to be wanted in Vancouver. Yeah. Cause he yeah. came here and well, came to Vancouver and played. And then we ended up, he ended up leaving in the off season to go play for Tampa Bay. And then he came back. Oh, so he was on Vancouver before. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. We got him. Uh, we traded uh, for him when he was with Anaheim, when he, when he, when he was in the uh, NHL. I see. And then he went like, there. we completely turned around his career here. So he's never been on a team that really wanted him is what he's saying too. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's never he's saying, been steady on. A he's team. always, I know, he's always been like outcasted, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You look at it. You look at like his 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 resume here: Toronto, 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 Philadelphia, 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 L.A. Kings, Arizona, Arizona, Anaheim, Vancouver, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Vancouver, Vancouver. Yeah, he's been all over the place. Eh? He loves Vancouver. He wants to be wanted in Vancouver. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, I think it's better for him to go play for a winner. Get to play in the playoffs, show his value in the playoffs, and then make more money for him and his family. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. I I'm pretty sure he's a new kid on the way. I'm pretty sure the due date is on. Um, what's it called? The the trade deadline it's coming day. up. So yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the deal is in place, and I think it's gonna happen before. If he got scratched tonight, it makes a lot of sense because I, I, I want him to go play for a good team. Like I will root for that guy on any team. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. And I, I think any team that that they suggested he was going to would possibly win a Stanley Cup. You know, the guy is so likable and such a good teammate. And, you know, the, the first thing he did when he came when he came to Vancouver, we put him on the top pair with Quinn Hughes mm-hmm. uh, when Quinn Hughes was was a rookie, basically. And, and you know, very small and like easy to push around. And Luke Shen took it upon himself to like throw punches for that kid and you know it just endeared all of us like he's so he's so valuable and like i said i want him to go to a playoff team do well and then come out of that playoff team and sign you know a two you know a nice two or three year contract for a few million you know and i want him to get paid because he's a good player man no he really is he's about he's a his career earnings I don't know. He's never been really paid that high, has he? I'm looking for his career earnings. Um, twenty five million. So he's done okay. But yeah, I mean, he's not. He's he's pretty comfortable. So, but yeah, I mean, he's done okay. Be, maybe like it does have an effect on the mental side. Like you know, you're being traded all the time, um, and you're moving. You have a family. It's really hard. So, I mean, hopefully, he goes a good goes to a good team and gets a second Stanley Cup. <laughs> he's already a Stanley Cup champ. So, um. There's another player I want to talk about that there could be a lot of possibilities for. Um, you know, Pulley RV. Uh, yeah. I know that, you know, he was the fourth overall pick. He didn't really pan out that well. And but there's a lot of teams that need younger guys. And uh, there's a lot of teams that are willing to, you know, trade their older guys. So a kind of a trade I was thinking was, you know, so you say 
the so the Edmonton Oilers um going to the Oilers is Patty Kane. Right? And then that's a possibility. It's been talked about a lot. Does do the Oilers have a lot of money? Or no? Uh oh, it's actually funny. I clicked on that trade machine thing on Cap Friendly and somebody yeah. literally just proposed a Luke Shen to Edmonton trade. Oh, <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> Jesse Puglia Harvey into second for Luke Shen and Philip D-, D Giuseppe. Wow, the two players we were just talking about. That's weird, eh? Okay, that is very Edmonton. weird. I mean, it could have happened. It makes a lot of sense, right? And imagine uh, Edmonton has you, no cap space. Would you like Puglia Harvey in Vancouver? Um, bro, the guy couldn't even exceed with with excel with um, you know McDavid. Like what? Like, what more can you ask for there? Like, I don't know what his problem is, man. Yeah, I mean... I'd rather have a first than, than Pulley Harvey. I feel like maybe he does need a new change of scenery. Like, he was rated to be so high, and, like, he did so well in the World Juniors. So, I, I just don't... I don't think Edmonton is the right place for him. Um, He's always been, like, that guy, oh, I want more minutes, I want more minutes. It's such in a rush to, like, you know be on that top line but sometimes you can't do that and i think maybe going to a team where he can get like more minutes so think about like chicago right that's why i said patty kane so like imagine sending patty kane over 50 percent retained because then there's some cap they're taking back so yeah we talked about this lot yeah yeah we were saying what was it it was pull harvey a first oh, said and bro yeah last episode we said <laughs> oh, oh my for God. patrick kane we said we said pull harvey a first and broberg Bryce, I'm really turning into Don Cherry. I'm mispr- mispronouncing names. I'm forgetting things we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm 80 years old or not. Jeez. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, okay. We already talked about that, so we don't have to talk about that anymore. Um, but there's also another theory I did have. Um, hopefully, I haven't talked about this already. Uh, so you know how the St. Louis Blues are basically unloading their roster? Yeah. Um, so there's two guys that are very good defenseman that could play different games too for you that you know have have played well in the past Tori Krug and Colton Pareko mm-hmm. those are two valuable defensemen yeah they have cap on them but who doesn't disgusting contracts yeah and but you know what there's some teams that probably can make it happen but Tori Krug when he's on a good team he plays so well and offensively too he puts up the points like no tomorrow right He's a smaller guy, but he's not afraid, man. He's a good player that has a lot of will because, man, he was I'm pretty sure he was undrafted at his size, making it how far he did. Like he he on Boston, he was so good. He was so good on Boston. And I, it sucks. I when just they, they I let just want to bring up one thing with it. What? I, I, I know Tory Krug was a great player in Boston, right? Mm. But Tory Krug is getting paid six and a half million dollars, right? Yeah. He has one less point than Luke Shen. Holy, are you serious? Or one more point, one more point than Luke Shen. Are you serious? Now he's only played 39 games. He's got 22 points in 39 uh, games. So granted, I, I, that's a much have better injured. pace. He might've been injured. Right. And that's another factor, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know in this cap climate, if, if Tory Krug is the right call, especially with the term, the term, man. How long is he signed for uh, he is signed at six and a half for another four years after this one. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Four, four is I not too bad. I mean, he's uh, receded like, so heavily. 
Yeah. Well, I think it's because St. Louis just hasn't been the same team since 2019. You know what I mean? They haven't been not been the same team. And I just think they've been on the decline. And they, they need to really clear that roster. They, except for those top guys like Kyrie and Thomas. But do you know, like, is Pareko's contract coming up this year? No, he's signed till 2030. What the hell? Okay. And he has, he has less points than Lashen. See, this is this is the... See, Pareko is more a defensive defenseman, I want to think. But I don't know. I thought I, I thought, you know, these guys were hidden gems that were here, but I I obviously didn't look into their contracts, but <laughs> No, I see what you're saying. No, yeah. I like Pareko has had buzz, but like Yeah. He's Pareko, I don't know. He signed for so long, six and a half. Like, it sucks because like it takes players like this who I think in general are signed to reasonable contracts. But it, it makes their value value like negative because of how bad the cap is right now. Well, you know what? Like you make a good point with saying, you know, Luke Shen literally has one last point than Corey Krug. There's a lot cheaper guys, a lot cheaper options like Gavrikov, um, Jake McCabe, Luke Shen, right? Shane Gospair, right? Even Edmondson. There's a lot more cheaper guys than people can go for. Even Dumba is probably better to go for. You know what I mean? Maybe, so yeah, you're right. You're right. Like there, there is cheaper options that could do the same job that they're doing. I just don't know if they would perform on better on a different team because I've seen Tory crew play unreal on Boston, but Boston was uh, offensive, a defensive force on the ice. And, you know, obviously you're like, you know, Boston knows how to, you know, play guys in the right positions as well. So I don't know. I, it's, but deep, when it comes to defense too, in near the deadline, it's uh literally a free for all because you don't know where they're gonna go. Um, I think Kirk and Co. also have no trade clauses. Really? Oh my! How did they even swing that? Like what? How how Kirk often? Like how common agent. is it to have a no trade clause? Like how common is that? Every team's got a few. Really? I feel like there should be a certain amount of trade no trade uh, clauses you can do. Like, I feel like there should be, like, maybe, like, <laughs> like three or five. You know what I mean? On a team. Yeah. Yeah. Because then no one's going to get traded. But I guess that's the point of it. <laughs> I don't know. It's a way to entice guys in free agency. Yeah. Well, see, like, this with this trade deadline, I'm so, like, lost with who's going to get traded to where. Because there's so many guys that can go, like, the different places. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of I, movement, man. Yeah. I did like the O'Reilly trade came out of nowhere. I had no clue. Horvat to the Islanders came out of nowhere. I had no clue that was happening. Even the Tarasenko to uh, the Rangers, I had no clue that was happening. So I bet there's going to be a lot more trades like that happening in the uh, even before the trade deadline. I feel like there won't be as many trades at the trade deadline as there is now. It, it always of- works out that way. The big ones happen before the day of. Which kind of sucks. I mean, it, it, it's kind of cool when there's big trades at the on trade deadline day. But is there um, for the fan is there aspect, anybody else? Is there anybody else that maybe we should mention? I mean, they're not big, but like maybe guys like JVR or Besser. Um, but like Vez Vez Melka, I think is an interesting one. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about him. I mean, as a goalie, I I really haven't seen any other goalies in here. Right, and this is a guy I mean, that can he's maybe got step a in. decent save percentage on a crap team, dude. Yeah, like, there was something. I, I, L.A., L.A. I think it has. Uh, I've been hearing that. I've been hearing. Yeah, that. 
they're they're running with Copley right now, who hasn't been doing bad, but like that, I don't think you want to go with Copley. No, okay. How about how about so I'm thinking of a mock trade here. So you said, um, oh my god, what who did you say? Uh Bezmalka. Bezmalka. Okay. Yep. I've seen people so they trade Vegmelka, and since you know Arizona is a team that's pretty crap, but they they do take contracts, right? They take those contracts where players have ridiculous contracts, and they're on long term injury reserve just so they can have that there, right? So maybe Cal Peterson goes in that deal over with Vegmelka. They maybe get, I don't know, would he be worth the first round pick? I mean, if they're taking Cal Peterson's contract, yes. Yeah, so first-round pick with that pick, and then maybe a prospect. I don't know which one. They have so many. Maybe Kapari, Rasmus Kapari. Yeah, it would be. It wouldn't be like a huge prospect. No. Yeah, he's a mid. He's a mid prospect, but that's okay. Yeah, like 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 Kaliev or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kaliev or Kapari, not like not like Byfield or Clark or anyone like that. If Arizona does not take back the Cal Peterson contract, then to me, it's probably like a first, just a first. Yeah, they could also do that, too. I mean, yeah, but the only reason I think that. L.A. would add that is that um, I had it in my head. The only reason I think L.A. would add the the first round pick or sorry, Cal Peterson is because. um. That first round pick, I think they want to, like, maybe they don't turn out to be good, right? Like, because LA's on the, like, are they on the brink of making the playoffs? Are they, are they for sure? They're in. They're, they're firmly in. They're firmly in? Okay. I don't think they expect it should be, be firmly in. But, uh, man, I feel like I was more prepared. LA's second in in the, in the Pacific, man. Man, I need to catch up on my NHL. What's going on? (laughs) I feel like I like last episode. I was so much better with this stuff, but <laughs> quick is 25 and 10 with an eight, seven, eight save percentage quick. Yeah, man. Age doesn't stop him. eh? an eight, seven, eight save percentage. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's for so his bad. age. Yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be the starter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's horrible. Yeah. Oh, you're saying it's bad. He has an eight seven eight save oh, percentage. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said higher than that. Eight seven eight. Wow. I don't know, man. LA is such a weird team. They're weird. They shouldn't be there, man. No, I don't it's know why. Just because the West is so bad. Yeah, I mean, if they were in the East, it'd be a different story. That's for <laughs> sure. They're not making the playoffs in the East. Are you kidding yeah, me? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. They definitely need a goalie. Like, I think Vejmelk is a good option. Copley's been pretty good, but, like, he's so young. Yeah. Cop- I mean, he started a few games for them, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, yeah. Copley's not young. Copley's 31. Oh, I know Cop- that, yeah. Yeah, I know Copley has started a few games for them, but I don't know. It, it See, when it gets to these, like, players that are not, like, high profiles, it's hard to know where they're going to get traded. You know what I mean? Like, he's been uh, an AHL his whole career. Copley was Copley. He, yeah. Copley was involved in the Oshi trade. Yeah. He used to be with Washington. Yeah. I remember that. I remember the Oshi trade because he was with St. Louis and he went to Washington. Um, hey, who knows? He could be the next Jack Campbell or Martin Jones. 
<laughs> well, he's doing all right. He's got a 904 save percentage in 23 games played, so he's doing something right. Well, there you go. There you go. So maybe maybe he becomes a starter. I don't know. That that tends to happen for goalies. Goalies are also weird, so that could Another Andrew Hammond, right? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Hamburglar, eh? Oh, didn't he man, ret- what a beast. Didn't he retire? Like, just recently, right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I feel old when that I see that stuff. But, you know. It's, I feel like, it, it's weird. Bryce, I feel like I was more prepared last episode because I, I feel like it, I, it was so easy to determine the trades with the high guys like Meyer, Kane, um, and all those other guys. But, like, with Luke Shen, he can literally go to any team. Um, yep. Benjamelka can basically go to any team that needs a goalie. So can Gavrikov. They all have cheap contracts, right? So it's really just a matter I think, of time. I think the, Lar- the Larkin one is the biggest one, and he's not even really a for sure. Yeah, so like it's kind of iffy if he is getting traded. I don't know if he... Do you think he truly wants to stay in Detroit, or is he just kind of saying that? I think I think the team needed to get closer this year, and they haven't. Like yeah. like I was saying, like Raymond and... and, and um, Cider? What's his name? Cider and then the freaking uh, the, oh, the Zadina. Zed. Zadina. Like Valeno. they needed to have like Valeno. yeah, they need to have bigger years and they didn't. Well, I think what the what Yeiserman expected was them to grow a lot more than they actually have. Uh, they're maybe growing at a slower pace than he expected. You know? It's tough. Like it's so tough. Well, with and, prospects- and I think, you know, a guy a guy like Larkin's gotta be there and it's like, okay, I'm a UFA. Like, do I want to yeah. sit around and wait for these guys to figure it out? Or do I just want to go play somewhere else where I can okay. win? Because I've been on a bum team for the past eight years of my life. If it Okay, let me ask you. If it was you, would you stay? Or would you no. go, get, go get money no. somewhere else and win a Stanley Cup? No, I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play, you know, with a team that, that's closer to being competitive or is already competitive. Yeah, screw it. I'll go play with Boston and Taylor Hall. Um, on, you know what I mean? And like Pasternak and Marchand, I'll do it screw it right they, like dude bergeron's bergeron you know is gonna retire pretty soon Krejci's gonna be done pretty soon you know you make a need, good point with need, that you make a good point they with need that. their next center right C- to yeah. continue carrying this on with pasternak and marchand yeah for sure and it's 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 gonna be Anyways. interesting to see where everyone gets traded because i've heard so many rumors and you know, the, I mean, the big trades. I did. I I didn't. I never can call the big trades because they usually go to a team that you don't expect them to go to. Ah, oh, come out of nowhere. Yeah, right. Like, um, but I I think anyone can be traded at this point because you know you see Horvat, Tarasenko, all these huge names. Like, I never thought I'd see the day Patrick Kane get traded. It's kind of yeah, crazy. Well, to it me. hasn't happened yet, but I, man, I want him to get traded. We didn't mention that Jonathan Taves has basically said. Uh, yeah, he's got long COVID. Um, yeah. Is he done playing this year? Yeah, he's. I think he's taking a leave of absence, and uh, well, he's definitely. Remember, didn't he leave because he was dealing with immune issues, and then also yeah. with COVID as well. Um, I mean, it's sad. I, I, hope, I hope. I hope he comes back eventually. But if he can't, you know, that's really sad because that was a, uh, you know, one of the star players growing up for us, right? So. I, I hope he comes back and signs like a really cheap contract with like a, you know, a team where he can just kind of play third and fourth line minutes and, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe make a playoff push. I'd know, like to see him in Edmonton. 
Yeah, that'd be really cool. Right? Right. That would That's, actually be so cool. Yeah, Edmonton could really use a guy like that, you know? A guy that could, you know, step up when they need him to, but also can, like, go, like, calm down when you need McDavid to get in there and go do some stuff. So, or even play with him, you know? A veteran. Kill penalties, play the third line. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, so leader it, would, it, it would suck to be robbed of Taves having his, like, you know, his his final year kind of like run, right? Because that's a guy that deserves to have the handshakes from the other team, you know, at, in the yeah. final few games of the season, right? Oh, for sure. I think so. So it's tough. Who knows? Maybe the Blackhawks are going to pick it up and make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. joking, man. I was joking. There. <laughs> I Don't worry. Right, well, oh god. Okay. Is that uh, is that it then? I think that's it. You know, uh, we we won't know who's coming to what team. Um, I don't. I mean, like we could probably possibly see a trade tomorrow. We never know. Um, I mean, it's Luke exciting. Shen, maybe tomorrow. And maybe tomorrow. And I mean, maybe Gavrikov too. Like, there's a lot of guys getting scratched for trade purposes, and I guess they're resting players so they don't get injured to sustain their value but um you know we'll keep you updated on the instagram tiktok twitter whatever we can keep you updated on um as well we're gonna have that interview coming out soon as well which is pretty exciting i think it was a really good interview i was a big fan of interview all right great stories so um we can tell you he was an ohl guy so we'll give you that hint there uh that should be out shortly that shouldn't be too long um and then we also you know, possibly have another guest coming on, but we have to, that's that's in the works still. So, you know, we're trying to get as much guests as we can for you and as much content. Um, I feel like I was a little sloppy this episode, but that's probably because I'm just so uh, overwhelmed. Right, with man, I, 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 I picked it up for you. Yeah, you did. You did. I mean, I, I, I slipped. You're fine. My, my Don Cherry slipped out of me a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, the you, you Russians. You, <laughs> yeah, freaking, freaking, so, 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 seven inch cop. Yeah. yeah, no. That's uh, all right. All right, man. We're just here to talk, yeah, so talk hockey, you know. Make sure you guys follow us on all the socials, man. Uh, you know, all the links will be here on Spotify if you're listening here. And uh, make sure you keep an eye open on our YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to be uploading a full interview on there as well as uh, some other content. Okay. So that's yes, pretty sir. much it for me, man. Yeah, Bryce said it all there. Just everything is linked below. Make sure you follow us and support us whatever you can. Um, we really appreciate it. We, and, uh, we really appreciate the you guys hitting that follow button on Spotify. Um, the more you do it, the more we can do for you. Uh, we'll still do stuff for you guys, but we really appreciate all the support. So thanks for listening to this episode and have a good one, guys. Peace. Yeah, see you guys in the next episode.